Welcome to True Vine Talks with Rachel and Linda. How's your Saturday morning? It's going well. Woke up this morning and watched the coronation. So I've been up early. Oh, was that lovely? It was interesting for sure. <laughs> All this ancient stuff going on. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't even remember it was on. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma is British, so she's been excited to watch it. I'll call her later today and we'll talk about it. Aww. Yeah. And your grandma, does she live um, in England? No, she she lives here in West Virginia. And she has for most of her life. She came over when she was like 21. Yeah. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah. Cool. But, yeah. I didn't mean to steer the conversation on my grandma and heritage, but <laughs> how's your Saturday morning going? Are you ready for our topic today? I am, but you, your, your topic's interesting. <laughs> I like it. Uh, we're going to discuss the difference between validation, which that's a word we use a lot on the podcast, validation, um, mm -hmm. and how that's different from positive affirmation. Because we notice in therapy that a lot of our clients don't really understand the difference. They kind of think that validation and affirmation are synonymous, that they're the same thing. And they're not, they're, there's a distinct difference. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And why validation is so important, especially in therapy, in couples therapy, in particular, relationships of all kinds. So let's dive in. I'm excited. Let's dive in, Rachel. Yeah. How would you explain the difference between validation and affirmation? Mm -hmm. So validation is you have a right to feel what you're feeling. Yeah, just acknowledgement and understanding. Yes, you are scared. Mm -hmm. Yes, that hurt you, right? Stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas positive affirmation mm -hmm. sounds more like what? Good job on cleaning your room. Oh, I love the artwork. That was so beautiful what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like supportive and encouraging, right? Like, you're safe. I'm here with you. Yeah. You're lovable. I think you're great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so smart. Yeah. yeah. Kids need positive affirmation. Yeah. I think we all do to some degree, especially if that's one of your top love languages, which for many people it is positive oh. affirmation. Oh, Rachel, I love words of affirmation. Do you? Yeah. Feels good. We feel seen, right? And appreciated and valued. Oh, yeah, it's such a wonderful experience to have someone compliment um, your effort and your talent and your gift. 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, what I notice a lot in therapy, especially when I'm working with, um, like, you know, families, like a parent and child dynamic or a couple is someone will share how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. I felt really hurt when you did this thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it made me afraid that you don't care or you don't love me. Mm-hmm. And so they'll share that and we'll process what was it like for you to hear that to the person that they're sharing it with, right? It was really hard to hear. I feel sad that they feel like they're not loved or cared for. Yeah. How would you how would you like to validate that? How would you like to let them know that you really understand that they feel scared that you don't care? Hmm. And nine out of 10 times, that person will turn and they'll say something like, I do care about you. I care so much about you, right? Mm-hmm. Which is lovely. It's wonderful and it's genuine. Mm-hmm. That's not validation though. Oh, that's, that's positive affirmation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that you brought this topic up because I'm thinking about that. That's true. In couples therapy, often they'll they'll just say, but I do care. How could you think that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We skipped the, the validating part and went right. right to, I don't want you to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Because what happens when your partner feels hurt by you yeah upsetting so upsetting right to think that this person you love and care about isn't isn't feeling that that love and care that you have for them Hmm. yeah and and it's not to to make you feel worse for the bad choice you made or the attack injury it's to you know, what Sue Johnson tells us is that we're empathizing with the pain that we cause the other person. Yeah, yeah, it's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important to not skip the part where you acknowledge that that feeling of hurt and sadness, right? And the fear of being uncared for, right? Or whatever it may be. That's just the example I was using. Right? It's important to turn and say, I, I hear that when I did this, that was really hurtful for mm-hmm. you. And after hearing you talk about it, I can understand right, how that was really, really hurtful for you. Of course, you were afraid I didn't care when you were feeling so hurt. Yeah. That is soothing mm. for that person to hear, right? They're like, okay, I'm not making this up, you know, you get it. It's okay that I felt that way in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what does that do to the um, the limbic system in the other person that felt hurt by that person? Yeah, it, it 
Yeah, just like soothes it, you know, nurtures it. This helps people process their emotions. Mm. No, it's, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, in a neuropsychology field, this is bottom-up processing, right? Where we talk about the environment, like what happened, the stimuli, you know, how the body responded, the emotions that were felt. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is, is one of the best ways to help co-regulate someone, especially if they've ever experienced trauma. Mm-hmm. You're right, Rachel. And when I've hurt or said something unkind to my son, and we all do it as parents, and he lets me know, hey, mom, that didn't. You came at me with some anger, and it didn't feel good. Oh, well, guess what? I'm going to say, yeah, I get that you're angry. And mom was being irrational. Because <laughs> moms can be, you know, we, we, yeah. get, we get riled up sometimes. And, you know, it's so easy to do that with my boy. Like, you know, it's so easy to, oh, my goodness, I hurt your feelings. Mommy, sorry. You have a right to feel hurt. But with adult, adult, equal partners, uh-uh. No, the protective parts are coming out. Mm-hmm. But with your child, there's a nurturing sense. The emote allowing them to feel what they're feeling comes more natural as a mom to me. I don't know. I have more blocks with people that older than me, like adults. Yeah. I- what do you think that's true for a lot of folks? Like I they- think, yeah, right. I think that kind of like what you're describing that, uh, you know, caregiver nurturing part kind of activates whenever it's someone younger, hmm. if it's someone around the same age or older, uh, it can be harder. Yeah. For a lot of folks, right? Yeah. Especially if um, the person is expressing that they're angry at you, get defensive, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what that's about exactly. More of the protector parts come out when it's someone in my, you know, what do they call that? The horizontal bond where the mm-hmm. person is in your age range. So developmentally, you're expecting something different, maybe? What do you think it is? Maybe that's it. Uh-huh. I like that we're talking about this. I'm really thinking. I think it's, yeah, those protector parts that we've talked about on previous podcasts come out, you know, and if someone is saying, I'm mad at you because, you know, what I feel like what you did wasn't fair or, you know, I think a lot of times we disagree with the interpretation of this other person, you know, it's like, well, that wasn't my intention. So you shouldn't feel that way. I I hear that a lot in couples therapy, right? That's not how you were supposed to take that or, you know, and so it's hard for people to understand that you don't have to agree with someone to validate them. That's really hard. You just validation of an emotion is accepting that yes, you feel this way. 
you feel hurt and that is real. Mm-hmm. It's not saying, you're right, I'm a complete and total jerk. That's not what validation is. Because in the in the tango, that's a defeating move. Yeah. You're you're a jerk. Well, what does that do? That removes yeah. the partner from the other partner. Yeah. The tendency, excuse me, the tendency is the right reflex syndrome, which I learned in college. I don't know if you heard of the right reflex syndrome. I have not. That's new. That's a new term for me. Oh, I had this wonderful professor at Marshall, and she said, most people believe they're right about everything. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I, I took her to task. I'm like, do most people really believe they're right all the time about everything? She said, yeah, try it out. And um, because those protector parts, Rachel, I believe they show up when you hurt me. When you said that, when you did that, that hurt me. Like you said. My intention wasn't to hurt you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had the right intention, you know. So you go yeah. to the right reflex part. She called it the right reflex syndrome. We'll have to Google it. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Yeah, it's ringing a bell now that you like explained it. I think I have heard about that. Yeah. Well, you're right. So validating that person's feeling about your move in the tango isn't that's not you're not shutting them down or calling them a jerk you're hey I, this is how that made me feel yeah it's just validating the emotion right right which i understand why that's so hard for people to understand we're just validating the emotion we're not saying that the way this person behaved when they were feeling hurt and angry you know, no, it wasn't okay for them to throw something at you or go around slamming doors or cuss you out, right? Mm-hmm. We're just saying this person was feeling really hurt and they need to know that you understand that, that you believe how hurt they were, that mm-hmm. you really get it. Yeah. And, and they can come to you with that hurt in the future and not have to throw things and slam doors, you know, to get their point across that you're going to get it. If they just share it with you, that you're a safe place for that hurt to land. Love that. That's good. Rachel, a safe person to land on. And then you feel secure again. And that is the corrective response, corrective interaction in EFT couples therapy. Oh, okay, so you felt hurt when I didn't say hello when I came home. You didn't feel seen. Okay, how can we correct that? Hi, honey, how are you? Wag your tail like the gold. (laughs) Wag the tail. Yeah. Yeah. Understanding the unmet need that triggered the emotion. And validating that, right? It's important for you to feel acknowledged after you've been gone all day. 
Yeah, that makes sense. It's good. Rachel tracks me so well. Like I got this laptop to get better sound for you folks. And the sound was the same. And you know what Rachel did? She said, you're feeling disappointed. That is disappointing. Yeah. She validated my emotion in the moment. And so I felt seen, heard, and cared for. And that made me motivated me to do the podcast. And that's what people don't, like you're motivating someone when you validate their experience and their emote. Yes. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for saying that. Yeah. I, I talk to people and I find out that they're afraid that if they validate like her sad, disappointed, that's going to make, that's going to like fuel that emotion, make it stronger somehow, make it worse. And it's the opposite. It soothes it. It makes it so much better. Mm -hmm. It helps that person get through that emotion instead of staying in it and actually dismissing it or not validating it, trying to pull them out of it by saying, uh, oh, I do care about you. You're the best. Of course I love you. Don't feel that way. That actually makes it worse because then they, they stay stuck in that emotion because um, it hasn't been validated. Yeah. That's right. So when you put a seed in the ground, this may be a terrible analogy, but bear with me. You know, put that seed in the ground, um, you got to go over there and water it. And that's what the emote therapy does is I'm going to validate that feeling of sad and that's going to help you grow and reach towards me. Yes, it helps the, the bond, that safe, secure attachment grow. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that fruit on the vine is from all that, you know, validation and, and you know, the feeding it and depositing into that person, their soul and their inner person. Mm -hmm. You won't lose. And that is the fear because there are some, there are some hateful, bitter, sociopathic individuals out there. There are. But for the most part, I'm, I'm, I'm on the page of, you know, Mr. Robert. I think that he's right about Schwartz. I'm saying his name correct, right? I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, the more I listen to his book about no bad parts, Rachel, which you encouraged me with this one, I think truly that God is inside of us. And mm -hmm. most of us want to get it right for each other. Most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So validating. Yeah, validating a person doesn't take away from your person. No. No. Yeah, you're not saying, you know, if, if this person's saying you hurt me, you know, you're not saying I'm a terrible person because you were hurt. That's not helpful. Right when someone sinks in to shame, they're just saying, "Yes, I can understand how, from your perspective, my behavior was hurtful, and no. I don't want to hurt you ever again." Mm hmm. That's good. That's really good. And shame, um, like in the Garden of Eden, when they were naked, 
the shame pulls you away from the bonds, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't draw you in closer and create secure attachment. So, yeah, yeah. There's two uh, responses that are coming to mind right now that kind of, they might start with validation, just like a, a little bit of validation. Mm -hmm. And then it all kind of gets like erased. And that's when someone says something like, I understand that you felt hurt, but. Mm, but I didn't. And, and it doesn't even matter what comes after the but because you just negated your mm. understanding completely. Like it's just, it makes it less genuine. I feel mm -hmm. when there's a, but let's talk about the word, but yeah, but <laughs> Rachel, I can be goofy too, guys. Yeah. But is a negative word. It's like, I care about you, but you could have done better. Hmm. You're really smart, but, you know, you could do better in this subject. So what happens when I say it like that? It just feels like it's like a compliment sandwich type of thing. Like the thing that's going to stand out, yeah, to the person you're speaking to is the negative. Everything that came after the but. They're going to forget whatever you said before the but every time. Not hearing the validation. I'm not hearing any type of if you were affirming someone in their, you know, their traits, their positive traits, their gifts. You use the word but. You just like you said, it's gone. Well, yeah, and then couples therapy like, yeah, you you have a right to feel mad about that. But I was just trying to, you know, whatever comes out <laughs> every time, and I'm like. Oh. <laughs> Let's try it again from the top. <laughs> the therapist just shrink. Yes. Yeah. Because what are we trying to do? Teach our couples a new tango, a new dance. Yes. A new way of communicating with one another, relating to one another. Yeah. And it's, I know it seems to most people probably incredibly slow in that session, you know, and, and repetitive, maybe redundant. Like I've already said this, I've already said this, yeah. but they need to hear it over and over again. Because when you guys have tried to have this conversation outside of here a hundred times, there's always been a, but, or you've walked away or it's turned into a screaming match and we're trying to undo that. So yeah, we're going to say it over and over again. We want both of you to really understand this was hurtful. This was scary. Mm -hmm. Well stated, Miss Rachel. Well stated. And right now what I'm doing with Rachel is I'm affirming her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, that is affirming. Not validating. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. To clarify. Yeah. Which affirming is good. Don't get us wrong. We're not saying affirm it 
affirmation is terrible. It's important too. We just want people to understand the difference when we're talking about validation. Yeah. We're talking about just making the emotion welcome, accepted, mm -hmm. and real. Bring it into the room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When we're in that validating process, we're just, we're really just trying to hold space for whoever is sharing their emotion, right? And hold space, bring it into the room. Like Linda said, it's just letting that person sit in that feeling, that anger, that sadness, that fear, mm. right? And let them allow that emotion to be present, right? For as long as they can kind of bear it. Mm. Right, because we have such a, a tendency to push feelings away. Mm -hmm. We don't want to feel them. They make us uncomfortable. We push it away. So we want this person to be able to to grow in their confidence to be able to handle what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. Right, like I can handle this anger, and here you are with me not running away or not getting upset or not telling me to not feel this. You're accepting that I feel this way. And here I am feeling safe for maybe the first time mm -hmm. feeling a big emotion like this. Wow. That is uh, what they call a, what is the phrase in emotional corrective, corrective experience? Thank you. Yeah. Corrective emotional experience. That's what we're trying to create. Mm -hmm. And emotionally focused therapy sessions. And it's so powerful. It's beautiful. I know you want to run away right now. When you hear that you hurt him. And you just want to escape this room right now. I want you just to stay and be present. No one's judging you. No one's blaming you. We're human. Of course you want to run and avoid and not hear how you hurt this person. Of course. And you want to do a different dance. Mm -hmm. That's why we're here. Yeah. That was validation. Did you guys hear it? Mm -hmm. Of course you want to run away. Of course you want to get away from this emotion right now. This feels so terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, the avoidant person that wants to, you know, in the tango, all they're hearing, and I've, I think George Fowler said this in one of our trainings I was in, Success and Vulnerability, shout out to them. He said, the avoidant person's already feeling like, man, nothing I do is ever right. I can't get it right. So they recoil and withdraw because they already feel bad enough. So to hear that they hurt this person again, well, of course they want to run. Yeah. 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 Second phrase that comes up a lot is, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Little scrunched up face. It's like, oof. What's the emotion? What's the emoticon for that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> when someone yeah. says, I'm sorry you feel that way. 
What comes up for you, listeners? Yeah, I just feel like that punch in the gut feeling when I hear that. I'm sorry that you feel that way. It's like, do you though? (laughs) I'm not sure that you really do. Kind of seems like you don't care at all right now. You're being very detached and dismissive. And that's what they're doing. They're self-protecting. Yeah. I can't see that I hurt you, Rachel. Gosh. Mm. Look at that. That would mean that I was wrong. Yeah. And that's a protector part showing up. Would you think so? Absolutely. I'm sorry you feel that way. How about, hey, Rachel, I... um, I left a mess in your office <laughs> and you have a right to feel frustrated with me and I'll clean it up. How's that feel? That's more genuine. Yeah. I'm sorry you feel that way that I did that to your office. What does that tell you? Ugh, it's just like, you're not going to hold yourself accountable for doing something that I saw as hurtful or rude. Yeah. You're not willing to take responsibility for your action. Basically, you don't really care about me. Yeah. (laughs) Basically it's my fault for feeling this way and I shouldn't. My feelings wrong. So that deflates the other person and they pull away when you say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. And guess what? I'm probably never going to come to you and share how I feel again. Never. Because you just told me you're not a safe person. You're not capable of holding space for me. You're not capable of, right? Which Linda is not very capable, but just in that example, right? Yeah. And if ever, I don't know if I ever used that language with interactions with folks. Maybe I have in my early development of being a therapist or just in life. I don't remember ever saying, I'm sorry you feel that way. I don't think I, I always kind of felt as an HSP felt like that was deflating language. Even though I didn't know the EFT language, I still felt like that. But maybe I've used it because I'm human. I don't know. Yeah. If I've ever used it, I apologize to anyone. I've said that too because, yeah. Me too. It's it's unfair. So what would we like our listeners to know about validation and affirmation and how we use that in our interactions? Yeah, I hope that we have been able to explain that validation and affirmation are both meant to be positive things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that validation helps regulate someone's emotional experience, it helps you connect with them. It will strengthen your bond with them, helps them feel safe with you. You're a safe person to come to and share how they're feeling because you are going to do your very best to try to understand it. And you're always going to accept how they feel. That's what validation is. Just accepting mm-hmm. that someone else feels a certain way. Yeah. It doesn't take anything away from you. No, 
It doesn't mean you're a bad person. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And affirmation is, you did a good job there. That was good. We're doing a new dance together. Good job, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's supportive. It's encouraging. Yeah. Always want to start with validation. Mm -hmm. Yep. And validation only, not validation followed by a lot more affirmation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like yeah. lots of validation. Mm -hmm. And just leave it at that for, you know, let that soak in. Absorb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What a beautiful therapy model we have to use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it normalizes the human experience. Mm. You know, we cannot help but bring our humanity with us in everything we do. And the emotionally focused model accepts that. It validates that for us. I love it. So good. Good topic today, Miss Rachel. Yeah, I hope it was beneficial to everyone listening. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your topic and I hope our listeners, um, you know, glean from it and it was helpful to them to be like, oh, I need to do more validating of my partner or my child less, um, you know, of, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way or dismissive in your interactions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.